What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dark Horse MMA Podcast 12, episode 12. I got my best friend, Giuliano Melli. What's going on? Pleasure to be back, boys. Back. Huge uh, return from the kid. Uh, we had uh, the fucking biggest, arguably the biggest fight over the weekend yesterday. Habib versus Gaethje. Fucking crazy card. But uh, anyways, before we get into that, Jules has pretty much finished the Bionic Gym. Huge, huge step up from the oh, last yeah. time. Always got to start it up with the life, the life Just updates. Quick, very quickly. Very yeah, quickly, quickly yeah. guys. You know, I'm uh, pretty much all done with the gym. Uh, just like kind of sharing it with, you know, the people that I love. My siblings, my good friends. And uh, yeah, now just uh, time to enjoy it. You know, the hard work has paid off. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it for the update. I told Michael I want to be on the podcast for the big numbered yeah. UFC events, guys, because you know we love to shoot the shit and just Fuck talk yeah. and whatever. But uh, we uh, also watch the fights together too. So I, mm-hmm. I always like I'm like yo, I wish I was talking to Michael about this <laughs> or whatever. But um, yeah, even though we don't do every podcast together, we pretty much watch all the fights together because yes. Saturdays are for the boys. Yeah, and her, the girlfriends yes, know that. So yes. Absolutely. They Don't. know that and they respect that or else they'd be fucking kicking rocks, as I always say to them. Exactly. So. Here, um, we also polished off two fucking bottles of whiskey yesterday. Yeah. Which is pretty fucked up. <laughs> Day That's why you know, I'm not really, I'm not drinking out of the bottle right now because I'm just uh, cleansing my liver for a day until next week, until uh, Silva retires. And then I'm uh, in tears for that fight. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll get into that eventually. But yeah, man, fucking Habib Nurmagomedov. Uh, we can just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. So the first fight on the main card, and we're only covering the main card for now, uh, was Megomath and Kalaev and Ion Kutabala. And these were the guys that fucking had so much beef with each other in their original fight. I remember I was watching it at Jules' house. It was a premature stoppage. I think one of the worst stoppages yeah. And like the UFC history and they, that like, I've ever they, seen. They, they like had the altercation before <laughs> yeah. they even started the yep. fight. Were like, the, the worst security I've ever seen in my life. He yeah. literally just walked. He could have just punted him in the stomach. Yeah. And like UFC would. Thank God. Thank God they're gone. not. They don't. They're like somewhat professional. Yeah. Like no. I could have suckered him. But it was funny because like, the Ankalaev right away. He just got like double double underhooks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the grapple. Yeah. He, yeah he literally <laughs> did so, a judo move. Yeah, and like yeah. kind of just like tossed him yes, off of him. Yes. That was was fucking funny. Then they scheduled this. This was like the third time they scheduled this fight. I think uh, Kudubala, um, he got like COVID, I think, in the last Mm, last time. I think that's what happened. So there, everyone was saying on Twitter too, hashtag MMA Twitter, uh, was saying that this was like the new Tony Habib fight because it just seemed like it was never going to happen. But Mm, finally fucking did. Uh, it was these guys are the light in the light heavyweight division, so uh, kind of the weaker division in the UFC, and uh, Ankalaya fucking, as we love to say, bounced, uh, fucking, Ion's uh head off of the canvas, as I love to say, did look fucking sharp. He looked uh good, he fucking Hulk smashed the Hulk, so it's kind of ironic how that mm-hmm. goes. But yeah, no. Uh, super clean super clean performance uh same i would say same thing as the as the first one that got uh the bad stoppage like yeah he was pretty much like um like pushing the pace on the stand-up and then same thing happened this fight like they were he had the more accurate strikes he touched he touched uh kutulaba like a lot more than uh he was eating anything like really didn't take too much damage yeah Uh, and and then at the end after he got the knockdown i think it was with the left hand 
Yeah. And and then he whatever we were you know with a couple of people and Michael and I just loved that. Like, yeah. He just like gave him that last shot shot yeah, like, as he was sleeping, and we like got up started screaming. Yeah. And, no, we and like, then yeah. yeah. And then our girlfriends were there and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what's, what's wrong with these guys? guys? <laughs> just fucking. We we always refer to it as uh, the OG bounce heads off of canvases. Uh, what is it? Uh, Dustin and Connor. Dustin P head getting this. Head bounced <laughs> off of the canvas. That's like the classic. Yeah. Fucking. I love uh, that. That's Even, the best uh, one. It, Con- the best Connor one. and Khabib have very good ones. When I love when they like grab their face and then they like give them the shots. Yeah. Like Khabib yeah. has that one in an, earlier in his career when he's like doing that. Oh yeah. The- and then he grabs his chin yeah. after and just like starts hammering <laughs> him. Like it's scary man. Yeah. But when you when, when you get a finish like that, I mean, realistically, you guys, the fans, us, like. Not what we're in it for, but like that's the that's the pinnacle of it's the exciting. entertainment of the sport. Yeah. It's like when there's a finish, when there's like a knockout, nasty like, finish. Like for us, like we love the jujitsu, right? So when there's yes. a na- nasty sub, like we can appreciate the shit out yes, of that. Absolutely. But what's the most entertaining thing in the sport is when guys get their heads bounced yeah, off the that's always, that's like, always gonna be the most so satisfying. For great the way majority. to kick off the main event, bro. Like that yeah. was awesome. No, then. Um, yeah, no, it was a fucking great win. I think he's has a lot of fucking potential, especially in that weak ass division, and especially that John Jones is now at heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy with the needles, all the needles in his ass, and he's from Dagestan, so you know. Like, yeah, yeah, and he has the no no mustache beard, so he's probably you know <laughs> scary guy. You know, five years every fucking UFC champ is gonna look like that, guaranteed <laughs> without a doubt. Um, yeah, even even like I guarantee, even the women they're gonna have uh, no mustache beards. All the champions, the chin, yeah, the yeah. chin strap. So some 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 no mustache bearded chick is just gonna come from Dagestan and then just beat the fuck out of like Valentina. And yeah, shit. like whoa, that's <laughs> yeah, who you know. Dagestan is definitely um like sending yeah, out, like the most they're fuck very yeah. yeah. I know they're like really into uh the wrestling sambo sambo the wrestling world. There are fucking gonna be a lot of problems, so I'm not gonna be surprised. It's gonna happen without a doubt. They're kind of like the new. They're like how people think that fucking AI is gonna like take over the world. I think Dagestanians are just gonna run the world eventually and just like you know just sambo throw you and like feed you to bears and shit. They're a different. These motherfuckers different are breed. scary, relentless, live on mountains, and they uh they fight, altitude they fight training bears. guys. Altitude training. Shout out to Tommy. He knows. Yeah, AI. Tommy Dixon. Altitude training. Yes. gives you that edge. Hundred percent. That's yeah. why uh, even Gaethje. Um, yeah, you know, living train, in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's it's always better to do that. So yeah, the Dagestan. I've always wanted to do that. That would be really fucking cool. Oh yeah, that'd be sick. Or you could just blood dope. Yeah, that's always that's always an option. You can just always increase the. I gotta get a link for that. Yeah, a blood I mean, dope link. Yeah, HRT or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like anyways. <laughs> okay, going on to the next fucking fight was. Uh, the woman's flyweight, so it was the the piss break fight, as we would say. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's okay. Only guys watch this. It's okay. So yeah, we won't if, really. If, uh, just if, don't show your girlfriends. Yeah, and moms. if 99% of this was guys and 1% was girls, we wouldn't have made the joke. But no. like, it's 100% guys. Yeah, so, so we're just shooting the shit with the boys. So exactly. we're chilling. Uh, so Lauren Murphy against Lilia. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. Shakova. Sh- Shakirova. Shakirova. Justin Bieber, as we would say. Beaver. Beaver, yeah. We were, so we, when they're like warming up, hitting pads uh, with the camera on them, pre- previewing the fight, we were like, uh, Jules' girlfriend, Rachel, was like, is, is that, I don't know if she was saying, is she that looks a, like Justin Bieber. She looks like Justin Bieber with the hair, especially, but I think, I don't know if it was like, uh, like my girlfriend, Selena, where it was like, I, I didn't know that was a girl. 
This guy, she had a t-shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a t-shirt on, a white yeah. t-shirt. So JB flow too. So. Did, I thought she was a 14-year-old boy. Looks like Barbara Monty in grade, like, grade six. Yeah. With the, the Bieber flow. <laughs> um, versus... Uh, no, grade seven. Yeah, grade versus seven. Lo- uh, Lauren, Lauren Murphy. Yeah. Um, she looks like she's just smoking a pack a day. And- yeah, it's fucking... I saw a clip on uh, on Twitter. It was... Uh, there was like a nip slip in this fight. Like she went to like I don't know clinch her, clinch Lauren, and then like she like pulled her shirt down, I and like some that. guy like posted it on oh Twitter, God. and I thought that was pretty gutty. I'm like, hey, you're you're a douchebag. To be like honest, that was, that was pretty yeah. But she ended up getting the submission. I honestly, I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't really remember it because I think the whiskey was probably hitting me in the face too hard then. Yeah, just to tell, just to let you guys know, we took our first shot at 11 in the morning. Yeah, forgot about that. That's a pretty important Did, fucking we note. We smashed a nice workout at the gym, yes. came back here, had a protein shake, yes, some fruits, and then... Watermelon. And then a watermelon. straight shot with uh, Michael's dad. Yeah. Took a nice shot to start the day off. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, literally... It was for my mommy. It was a really good, uh, really good jujitsu by Lauren Murphy, for sure. She got like the... She took her back. I was screaming. This is the fight where I, I made. Oh a yes, we're we're. I was like, take her in? back. Yes, like, that was the yes. Okay, a lot of fighters, it's like, I, it's very easy for us to comment on the side, obviously. But I I feel like a lot of fighters when they go into turtle shell, I would I would be doing two things. I'd be like trying to finish the fight right away by shots to the side of the head, mm-hmm. or you're, you're getting your yeah, yeah yeah like it's either you finish the fight like hard with punches or take the back like right away. So. Um, she like hesitated for one second. She like didn't know what to do. Got one hook in, mm-hmm. next hook in, took her back, and then this girl, you could tell she was, she was a couple steps behind on like fighting the hands and whatever. She uh, Lauren readjusted the grip like two or three times, and then just really like sunk in that hand behind the head. Rear naked and, choke. I'm guessing obviously. Yeah, yeah, rear naked choke. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah, know. I remember you screaming that. That was funny. I do. I do. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Always got to get the hooks in. But yeah, I find That's that cute, a lot of, it could be like, I don't know, adrenaline dump where just like, they don't, they're just panicking. Yeah. Like, like they don't, opponent. yeah. They don't know like if the opponent like is going to move. Yeah. Or yeah. Whatever. Or it's like, like, they just, they're not really confident in their jujitsu. So they don't really know any better. Like if Justin Gaethje it has someone in the turtle, he's not fucking putting hooks in. No. There's no chance. Yeah. Like what so he just did to like, Donald, like just like hammering them to the side of the yeah, face. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like ref stop and he's, his head's bouncing off the canvas 16 times already. Like help him. And he's 50 years old. Poor so that man. doesn't really help. Um, but yeah, no, Lauren Murphy. I think she was ranked five. I can check real quick. Um, but yeah, no. So she's up there, and I don't know what division it is. Where it's uh, okay, yeah. So she's in the Valentina Shevchenko division. So regardless, it doesn't matter which division she's in because she's gonna get her ass kicked by either one of the champs. Um, but if it's Valentina, you know the bullet can kick her in the face into the shadow round too. Doesn't matter. Um, she was supposed to that, that. This fight was supposed to be her versus Cynthia Calvillo. Yes, that's another. Yeah, this was. Uh, that was supposed. Yeah, to be and Cynthia matchup. said she was like not impressed by the performance. Whatever, gives a fuck. I really don't fucking like Cynthia. Uh, I wasn't really impressed by this girl, the the Beaver. Oh, Bieber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So She's fucking. Yeah, I've never heard of uh, her before. So who the fuck is that guy? Um, yeah, I don't know. Lauren Murphy, fuck. Maybe run it back with Cynthia. Hopefully get it booked. I know Cynthia failed a drug test before with, uh, for like testing with weed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but I think that's, weird. that's fucking bullshit. They need to change that up quick time. Yeah. 
That shit's so fucking annoying. But anyways, going into the next fight was uh, Jacob Malkuin and Phil Hayes. This was a quickie. Oh, okay. So this was only fucking 18 seconds. Yeah. We thought it was... I remember I thought it was like... 30. Under, a little bit under yeah, 30. Yeah, like, like 20-something. Yeah, yeah. 18, 18 seconds. That was fucked. This guy... Walked him down. So I wasn't really familiar with either guy, to be honest. Um, and it, it was shady too with this card because this card originally was supposed to be so stacked. It had... Mm. Supposed to have Tony and Dustin co-main event, um, Yair and uh, Zabit, and then RDA and Islam, who's Habib's yeah, teammate. That was yeah. that's headlining in, in like a couple weeks or, or so, two or three weeks. So at least that that got rebooked. But it just sucks because this fucking card was actually supposed to be so stacked, but it didn't play off really well. Regardless. Yeah, it was a good card, just yeah. not as many stacked names. Yeah, like, can as you imagine? It had like it was like every every fight in the main in the main card would could have been like a main event. Yeah, like yeah. top five. Yes. Yeah, top like, ten. Just 100%. disgusting. And then there's like Lauren Murphy. Yeah. Like, this guy, Justin it Bieber. was his uh, UFC debut. Phil Hayes. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. The way, yeah. So he came in from the Contender Series. Yes. Uh, and uh, like he basically had the same knockout as Chimaev. Like yeah, he yeah. walked him down, looked at the neck, one shot, and the guy like, just like yeah, folded, he like, like clipped him on like the yeah, he clipped him and then like spot. it remind that knockout reminded me of the Izzy versus Derek Brunson knockout when like he was getting up and Izzy just snapped oh, yeah, his head yeah, back, yeah, like yeah. gave him that shot. Oh, that's when he came. He like dropped him once. He kind yeah. of stumbled, came back up, and then yeah, right him. when he got like, like, right when he like. Raised his something. head, he gave him like a nice shot, yeah. and like just literally put, put him, him out, yeah. literally face down, ass up, sleeping. Get this guy's PJs. Yeah, literally, he, they tucked him in. The ref actually put a blanket on him on in like on top of the the fucking uh, mat. So yeah, at least he got a good sleep in Abu Dhabi. At least whatever, nice little uh, quick nap before the plane quick, ride. Quick nap before the main event. Hopefully, he was awake before then. Literally. But yeah, no, fuck it. That was crazy, crazy performance right there, Phil Have. So nine and two now. Don't really like. I don't know. I think his name is Hawes. Okay, Hawes. Yeah, Hawes. I don't think anyone's fucking really gonna care about that, anyways. <laughs> but um, okay, so going into uh, the heavyweight belt was Alexander Volkov and Walt Harris. Volkov is coming off from getting wrestle fucked by Curtis Blades and the UFC Vegas a, main event. That was a tough one to watch. Yeah, pretty uh, uneventful. If you're like, you don't really like, just I don't know. It was boring. Chris Blades almost had a heart attack in the post-fight press conference too, which is really funny. He almost like passed out. Yeah, he yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely rip and takedowns and yeah, he literally fucking took him down at Will. And then Walt Harris uh, coming off of his loss against Alistair Overeem at uh, I think Fight Island too, or regardless, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he, that one was in the Apex, I think. Yeah. Okay, Apex. And yeah, so and Alexander Volkov, I have to mention, is he got his entire back covered up with uh, a samurai piece which is fucking sick i'm like obsessed with it so i just gotta throw it out there i think it gives him a plus five and like power and shit i'm pretty sure that's what happens when you get a samurai tattoo crazy back yeah so uh, i think that's usually what happens but um it's kind of you kind of could see this one was gonna happen that volkov is gonna take it i feel like he's more technical than walt harris like walt harris is just crazy power he could have connected with volkov but it just wasn't really happening and then volkov teeth kicked him and we were unsure if it was actually like because of the liver like a liver shot or because they think he broke a rib mm-hmm. but regardless he teeped him he it looked like it sucked sucked balls that looks like that looks like it absolutely yeah! sucks like, and then you see a big ass man like that like guy, go down like that big from boy. like a little teeth and it like, wasn't even like a like a roundhouse kick it no, was, it was a teeth yeah a fucking teeth yeah. so that just shows how uh 
effective a nice teep could be in like From especially like six seven two sixty guy. Yeah, that also is probably a good factor. Like Jesus. And like especially if you're walking into it too and like the toe is pointed like right in your fucking ribs, like ooh, that would not be fun. Yeah. Um, it was like McGregor, like it's like a whip. Yeah. Like it literally was like a whip. That was yeah. Like so that fucking pretty nice slapped shit. Walt Harris. Um and he, he ran away like Chikugi and like, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. He shit his pants, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Volkov just finished him with strike, so the fight was literally over right when that happened. Um, yeah, I don't know. Volkov, fucking heavyweight division is kind of a shit show right now because Stipe is not fighting Nagano for like a hot minute, so I don't know. Nagano's like, hot, well, by the time they actually fight, it's going to be more than a year since his last fight, so the heavyweight division is kind of, I don't know, just unorganized. Yeah, contenders are kind of just going to yeah, be it's fighting. Just, it's, like, it's just... Like out of the I mean, it's, like they do a pretty good job with the heavyweight division, though. Like they they match up like the top guys against yeah. each other, but like they the, there needs to be more title defenses. I think, yes. like honest to god. So Volkov is uh, number seventh ranked, and Walt Harris is tenth. This is after the fight, so we'll no, this is before, or this is before. Yeah. I don't know. Regardless, I don't. The UFC's website's so they fucking get, They get updated too. on the week, like during the week okay. or after the event. So okay, yeah. This is before the updated. Thing. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Who fucking knows what they're going to do with him next. But anyways, good win for Volkov. And then the fucking co-main event was uh, Robert the Reaper Whitaker and uh, Jared the Cannoneer with uh, the Killer Gorilla with his fucking magical stones, his magical rocks that he was carried everywhere. What did mm-hmm. you think about that? That was so funny. Did you ever, like, did you see them talking about that? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I know a couple people that, yeah, I, I know a couple people that are into that. So it's like the crystals carry energy. Yeah. So he really believes in that. He also has one on his necklace. I saw um, during the embedded vlog series and everything uh, leading up to the fight. So he's got the crystal on him like he brings them to training session he like puts them out on the mat like before they train and like mm-hmm. um yeah i don't really get it but yeah i, I don't know people that do so i you know i whatever whatever you know gets you ready especially as a yeah. fighter man like whatever yeah, gets dude. you comfortable so to, true, like, though get in the cage so to fight for your life yeah. like I'd be believing in something too, but you know, yeah, I'd, I'd, be, like, like, I'd be believing yeah, in fucking like, anything. Yeah, I'd be like yeah, something. Honestly. Something needs to help me, especially when you're going yeah. up against like you know top guys. Killers, or something like that. yeah. Like if he won or like whatever, if he ever does face Izzy, like I'm, I'm asking every god and you know <laughs> spirit and energy to help me out to fight Izzy, bro. Like that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So 100 percent, man. Like that's uh, ritual, right? Sidney Crosby, this guy's favorite. Uh, yeah. Other athlete next to you know a couple UFC guys mm-hmm. is uh, he's suspicious as fuck man like he hasn't mm-hmm. changed his jock since he was like in minor pee wee and yeah. you know like he, he puts on one shin pad before the other and like all these little things here and there so fighters obviously have little superstitions too you yeah know? like hockey players are really some hockey of those are, are fucking weird, weird. like goalies yeah, yeah. goalies yeah. are fucking weird guys but um, you know I like the free flowing mindset as well you yeah know? like. Uh, like uh, Gaethje, who he's just like, yeah, I'm chill. Like, you know, no, whatever. I don't like, care if I get knocked out. Yeah, like no, that's yeah. But other guys are obviously like have like a preparation that like, especially for Jared Cannonier going from like heavyweight to light heavyweight to middleweight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's had a decently long UFC career, and like he's obviously developed a routine. You know. Yeah. No, so. it's true, and he's coming from fucking fighting at heavyweight at one point, then middle or uh, then light heavyweight. Now fucking middleweight, so this guy's been 
all over the track and like and now he's ripped yeah now he's diced he's like, so fucking he's diced shredded, he said dude. before he was just he just wanted to fight but he then he wasn't really serious with his diet obviously so that's why he was fighting at heavyweight which is pretty funny um now he's just diced to the fucking gills at middleweight looks really good but uh you know Whitaker just fight just looks so fucking clean his hands down really very confident mm-hmm. this guy yeah, is so confident you can see it in the in the in the vlog series too like leading up to the fight like mm-hmm. he was just like playing video games and yeah. doing that thing right like he has yeah. his hands low and he's snapping at this jab. jab like his jab goes from low to high yeah, like it's like unpredictable it's, it's fucked up and like, it has more power behind it too snappy right under can sneak right under the guard too to crack you in the nose yeah so he was just like you know keeping his distance yeah and he was winning the exchanges like most yeah. of the you know yeah, the training shots like he if you look at Whitaker even in the post fight uh, press conference like he didn't look like he took too much damage right so yeah that's that's the key and he said it in the post fight interview too he said um, you know the, the main thing about fighting is not about knocking anyone out or hitting anyone it's not getting hit right true so he's, Mayweather he, yeah, he said that and he's like that's really what we worked on because Cannoneer has that knockout power, like to put you to yeah, bed. Yeah, that so, heavyweight knockout power, hundred percent. Yeah, so that's that's they worked more on. He said defense and avoiding things more than like attacking him. And Rob now uh, has two wins in twenty twenty, really good wins Overtail, after Raw Dog after himself. Lose, yeah, after losing yeah. to Izzy at the end of twenty nineteen. Yeah, he had come back with two big fights big wins decisions clean performances like obviously he's didn't finish them or whatever he does have finishes in his career but mm-hmm. uh he pulled out like two he dropped jared too with that nice uh jab cross and then uh a lead uh that kick to the head that's just like his patented move he loves that it's like really it's hidden behind this the cross so then he follows up with that kick to the head and actually staggered Jared, almost finished him too. Mm-hmm. I think he. Uh, busted, I don't know how he like stumbled Jared into the fence and then got up after. Yeah, that. that's it's, crazy. It's, he's fucking tough as shit. That guy. Tough as nails. These um, guys. But yeah, no, I have to say, like when he was like really into like manifestation and shit, because like I'm into that stuff. So I was like, oh my god, Jared's gonna fucking just like starch him. But the thing is, like Rob has been looking so clean lately, especially with his uh, after that performance against Hill. Uh, that was just like such a chess match on the feet too. Everyone says that when they face that guy. So, um, and he, he even said before when he lost to Izzy, he was just so fucking burnt out. He wasn't, he, he like just, he wasn't having fun anymore. He exactly. Said. Yeah. And that's a big thing. We know that. Yeah. Having uh, fun is key, man. Exactly. That's a key to life. Um, key to the good results. But yeah, I know he just, you know, like with kids on the way too, he was just like overwhelmed. He was fucking abusing his body uh with his training and then he just you know you know he only and he almost died too before it was fighting against Calvin Gaston too when he had uh I don't know what it was specifically but he had to get surgery for that fight um which is really fucked up so it's good seeing him back and so it looks like he's probably gonna face Israel Adesanya mm-hmm. for the rematch for the middleweight belt that's uh that's so what big... do you what do you think about that one uh Izzy as a fan, him. oh yeah, Izzy, Izzy starts, yeah. Izzy starts yeah, him, Izzy easy starts money. Um, I think maybe it, it goes a bit longer because what was that? Like the, the second the, round, second round, right? Izzy said he knocked him out twice. He did. He fully <laughs> did. It was, it was over after the first. Him, he slept him at the yeah. at the at the the, the bell, bell yep. and then fucking the next round picked his shot. Could have gave him another shot. Gave him the too. same. Gave him the same thing he gave Paulo Costa with that step back left hook, like off the back foot, like cleaned his chin off. But uh, I think as a fan, I want to see Izzy fight 
someone else. You yes. know, like I don't, I, want, I don't want to even want to see him at middleweight right now. He's to gonna honest. he's gonna slap Whitaker again. So like you he's know, too... in terms of entertainment, like I'm like no. It's bro. a hard sell. I don't think it's the best sell too for the fans. I think if Izzy wants to have that reign that Anderson Silva had in the middleweight division, yeah, his next fight is Cannoneer. Because let's be no, fun. he can't fucking give can after Cannoneer just got fucking he lost though. He lost the decision. Again. Oh, because it's the UFC. It's yeah, like, it's like like the, like the, the Aldo and Marias <laughs> yeah. fight for the bantamweight fucking title. Like, <laughs> but are you that kidding was, me, bro? Like, but that that was because, because they thought Aldo. Yeah, won. Okay, this guy Jared sure. got his ass kicked. But regardless, man, the UFC's done so much <laughs> sketchy shit giving people title shots and be misweight too. Yeah, apparently, guys. Yeah, guys, and, and guys are getting fucking title shots like you know number Left four right. or like how many whatever. Instagram followers you have? Oh, you got to start six times in a row. It's okay, don't buddy. Worry. You got it. Don't worry. Yeah. So you know, I think uh, Cannon near uh hermanson is in that division and uh till like yeah. i think those should be izzy's next three fights mm-hmm. but i guess like you have to give whitaker his thing but the thing is if whitaker wants to take that time off because of his son and everything and let's say is he's trying to fight yeah. like in april or something right mm-hmm. um then they're gonna have to give him someone else i think cannoneer and then after cannoneer till for sure because there's no one else in that division, bro. So I'm gonna. I have to disagree with you, obviously. Okay. Because, I there, I think there's no chance that Jared should get the shot. It, it's not after like you're losing. After losing, it's not like mm-hmm. he's a big name too. But mm-hmm. I think so. I I think if fucking, um, what I want to see personally, just the fact that he just start. It's like it's like Habib with uh, when he was saying that he choked out. He's like I already choked these guys out. Uh, Poirier, P head, and uh, McNuggets. You know what I mean? He's like I already choked these guys out. It makes no sense for me mm-hmm. to fight the winner of that fight, which does make a lot of sense. So that's kind of like the same thing. It's like okay, um, he's gonna kick fucking Whitaker maybe in the third round, maybe in the first fucking minute. So I do see. I think Izzy is way too. He's just way too clean on the feet. He's way too. I even though Whitaker's looked a, a lot better, I think still Izzy's gonna Izzy's gonna touch him and Izzy's gonna sleep him because mm-hmm. Whitaker tends to be more aggressive and Izzy's one of the best counter strikers, if yeah. not the best counter striker in the UFC, without yeah. a doubt in my mind. I think it's also talent based too. Like talent Whitaker's based. a very hard worker and he's yes. good and he's gritty, but he's just but not he's not as talented as Izzy. Like Izzy's yeah, like, just not Izzy's fluent. Izzy's like water. Yeah, Izzy's, no, you really Izzy's is. like water, bro. He has so sure, many yeah. weapons. Switches stances. He like it, it doesn't it's so he's you can't bring a guy into your camp to prepare for that guy unless it's the guy that fucking like was the one guy that like knocked out Izzy in kickboxing. But still though. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's so he's so hard to prepare for. He's too uh fluid on the feet. He's no not stagnant in his movement at all. He's so unpredictable. He's so many different weapons with different angles. I think Izzy starches him. I wouldn't be surprised if it's faster just because he has a read on his opponent now. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of when Jones rematches his opponents, he just smashes them even further. Even, so, yeah, yeah. you know, even though Whitaker the looks looks really good, I wouldn't be surprised if Izzy just pieces him up in the first round this time and knocks him out twice in the first round maybe. So, like, fuck. I don't, like, who knows with that? But, um... Holocausta's lucky he made it to the second round. Holocausta sucks balls, man. That fucking T-Rex arm bitch. King of bitches. But um, what would be a sick fight in the middleweight division would be Till versus Costa. That would be a crazy fight. That would be even sick. though like Till's supposed to fight uh, Hermanson right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know. I think uh, is it booked? Uh, I think I don't know. I don't know if it's official yet, but I know they're targeting that. But I even though I think uh, Till gets his like leg ripped off in that fight because he's zero ground game. Um, what I personally want to see, regardless, is uh, 
Izzy move up. Izzy move up and wait and fucking starch uh, Jan Blakovic, Polish power. That's what I want to see. I want to see. I think he has a legitimate chance of being two eight world champion for sure, especially light heavyweight, weak ass division. Um, that title and that the light heavyweight division, uh, that belt is gonna get tossed around like a fucking. I don't even know, man. It's it it's such a shit show right now with the way it is. Like Tiago Santos, he knocked out Jan fucking it, it's just weird it's interesting to see how that's gonna go but i think izzy's move right now is to go to the heavy is to go to the light heavyweight division get another belt that's the only thing i'd really want to see i don't want to really want to see him uh fight whitaker again right now maybe then come back and fight and start him kick him in the mouth mm-hmm. um but yeah no so let's just get on to the next topic what or um the next fight was the fucking main event habib the eagle and the ragamedov 28 and 0 at the moment or uh before the fight and then uh, against justin the highlight gaichi who was uh 22 and 2 and i predicted that justin gaichi was gonna win by tko in the fourth round um i thought he was going to bring the pressure more to habib landed leg kicks he did land leg kicks but not as calculated wasn't as, as calculated before. we just watched the fight back too mm-hmm. for the first time um sober so that's important to uh you know we gotta we gotta really soak the podcast for the podcast right um wasn't calculated he was really wild remember how in the 20 fight where he went to the corner women's like take 10 percent off your shots you're trying Mm -hmm. to kill him he was kind of doing those strikes but no technique it was kind of like a brawl like a street he was just like yeah he was just like like, i think the, the, the uh like the reason behind that is because he knew that it was kind of a long shot to beat Khabib already in his mind. So he was throwing, like, Hail Marys. Like, like you gotta put him away in the like first I, Yeah, he's, he's, like, throwing Hail Marys, like, if I don't fucking knock this guy out and soon, I'm gonna, like... It's every, bad. Yeah, and it, realistically, it's fucking true. But every second that goes longer in the fight, it plays in Khabib's Especially favor. Especially get taken down? Dude, even, even conditioning-wise, right? Yeah. Like, Khabib was... Um, we were talking about this earlier. Khabib was controlling the center of the octagon, and he was, he was pushing, pushing the pace. He was like, pushing he was, the pace. He not controlled ex- the fight. I was like, not expecting that. So like, fucking that, credit to Khabib with that for sure. They were they were not trading. No, it was just Gaethje throwing. Gaethje something, landed some nice shots, missing, and then Khabib just like constant pressure, jabbing, touching him, touching him, going for a big shot, even if yeah. Khabib misses. He it, he wasn't only throwing that big shot. Mm-hmm. He was. Touching him, whatever, blah blah blah. Teeps, yeah. keeping the distance, mm-hmm. teeping him, and then moving forward. Yes. Like yes. that's like you know, not teeping him and like kind of being scared of Justin. Like he, he was, went, he was going for it. Not scared of at he all. He was going Justin, for it. So. He wasn't, and you know, DC was even saying he's like he's not calculated right now. He's not composed. He was kind of, and with the pressure, Habib wasn't giving Gaethje time to breathe and uh, you know time to think of what he should do. So he's kind of just reacting it. That's probably why that he was showing he was swinging those wild punches. Yeah. So it was not the Gaethje I thought was gonna come in because is or isn't it? Uh, Habib took that away from him. Is or t- Habib didn't let that happen too. So um, you gotta give credit to Habib and Habib did that on a fucking broken foot. He For broke his weeks. he broke his foot three weeks ago and he taped his toes. I think he, he broke had two toes broken. Two and toes a, broken. And a football. Ooh, what did he? I don't football. know what he. Uh, he kicked a bear in the face, probably. Like what the fuck? Probably practice. Like, like sparring. Or ridiculous something. of how that that happened with this fucking guy. Um, and then he did that to him, and he pulled off that fucking uh, in the in the first round, almost got that arm bar. 
Mm-hmm. Right when he right when he mounted Gaethje, oh my god, it was like the, it's over. And I was even saying to Jules, and like it was like right when you, we saw Gaethje swinging wild, I was like, this is not good. It's not the same no, guy. It's not good. It's yeah. Not the same guy at all. But I'm not. I I have to say something I thought of is that I'm proud that I even made a video about that and took that risk because let's say if we're here right now today and Gaethje actually slept Habib, I'd be regretting the fuck out of it. So I gotta say I'm. Proud of myself for taking the risk. Oh, 100%. For I doing put, that. I put it on my Instagram story. Yeah. Um, embarrassed myself in front of everyone <laughs> that I fucking follow. Saying, uh, Justin TKO coming tomorrow. I was all pumped up. I was riding the adrenaline of the underdog. And, you know, like the Rocky scene that mm-hmm. he kind of made. Coming into, like, enemy territory and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, so he's going to do it. He's going to take his O. Mm-hmm. All I want is his O. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. I don't shit. want that belt, I want that one. Yeah, he's like, yeah. And all yeah. the signs too. Yeah, like, all the oh, signs were so, like, it's so Poirier, 2020. Poirier was like so excited when he won the inter- the championship and he got smashed. And then uh, Tony, like years ago when he won the interim championship, he like freaked out, like he won the actual belt. But realistically, yeah. And then <laughs> realistically, like those belts aren't the real belts. But Gaethje was like the first interim champ to be like, you know what? Just fuck this thing. Belt. Shit. Yeah, I'm he's like, I don't even want this or whatever. Yeah. So like, the mindset and you know the the vibes were kind of pointing that you know it could be an upset, but father's plan. Uh, yeah, father's plan uh, was uh, the key. That, losing wasn't a part of father's plan, basically. Mm-hmm. And if fuck man, Habib is after watching that, I'm like, is Habib to go? I'm like. Honestly, I, I I would have no problem whatsoever if someone said that. Mm-hmm. I would not argue against it. So many different factors playing with that. For me personally, I think if you do, if you uh, fail, piss off for drug tests, um, you, saw the- you should be considered whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's just, I think that should just be fucking common sense. And the guys that ride like John Jones is nuts. Like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with your head, but fuck you mm-hmm. i hate john jones i don't care like i think that guy's a dickhead and, and like the shit he was tweeting after this fight too mm-hmm. he was like he's not a good role model he's too, such like, a bad fucking role model yeah. and he was such a waste of like not a waste of talent but like you could arguably say that because he could have been so much more than he is today if he didn't vacate well his he, belt. he would be he would be like Undisputed. He would be fucking if like he didn't take steroids. Yeah, it, like he yeah. would be undisputed, like pound for pound Bro, champ. Just, but like, at the end of the day, like we say, like you fail one test, right? I think it's over. It's yeah. over. Yeah. And like, it's too. It's like when you're fucking fighting people, like you literally like waiting to the day someone gets like really badly hurt in the UFC. Like God forbid. Um, it's just it's fucked up. But I do think that. Habib, like, fuck, like, people are arguing, people favor title defenses a fuck ton with, uh, with the GOAT status conversation, and, like, deservedly so, but the thing you gotta consider with Habib, since he doesn't have more title defenses, is because, look how fucking long it took him to get his first title shot, Mm -hmm. you know, no one wanted to fight him, and then they're like, oh, fucking Conor McGregor, like, I want this guy to fight for the the lightweight belt, even though he ha- doesn't have one fight in lightweight in the lightweight division. Starches Alvarez, and then they make a fuck ton of money off of the champ champ fucking marketing scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, he'd be able to smash then, Alvarez, bro. Like, and then Habib like just ripped Michael Johnson's arm off just for fun on the on like the prelims of that fucking card, which is jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, it realistically Habib should have gotten a shot w- well before he actually did, in my mm-hmm. opinion. You know, undefeated, smashing everyone, smashing high level competition. Mm-hmm. You know, like RDA. Because he and probably, shit. yeah, he probably would have smashed like Alvarez and then like smash everyone. Yeah, and then everyone. like and then like defended it against Iquinta instead of like it, the belt fight being against Iquinta. Like he would have just defended it against yeah. Al. Yeah, and and then defended it against like Edson and like all those yes. guys that he fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like instead of them just prolonging giving him the title. Yeah. That's why he had that fire though. Like, you know, like people are like, oh, no, you, need to this, yeah. you need to give up. Yeah. And he's like, you know, talk do, now looking at Dana after every fight and, and doing this, you know, like, in between he's, rounds, he's, Hey Dana, my fucking belt, man. Like he crazy, knew he dude. was the best in the world. Like that's the crazy part is that like, he, hey Dana, he, I'm going to smash he your really, board. really believed it, you know? Yeah. And like even Gaethje and a lot of the guys, they say it and they believe it. And Tony, it's like the worst for that. Tony thinks he's like the best fucking. He's brain dead after the Gaethje fight. Yeah, like he thinks he's the best it. fucking fighter on this planet, even after <laughs> getting starched by Gaethje. And uh, and you know, like Khabib, he knew. He's like, dude, like I will fuck up everyone in this division. Uh, he knows at one fifty five, he's not the guy that's gonna go in between weight divisions and blah 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 and fuck around or whatever. He wanted to be known as the best one fifty five mm. pounder on the planet. And yeah. He, that was his fucking goal. And tunnel vision, bro. Yeah, so like, I think crazy. like Habib, Habib and GSP, those are like the two guys that, in my opinion, either way, I don't really care. Either way, yeah. one of those guys are the GOATs, in yeah. my opinion, 100%. We're Canadian, so you know we don't mind saying GSP is. But, but it's not even like a biased thing. Though, it's like an actual realistic thing. No, 100%. Right? Unfiltered, unbiased. Yeah, and the, but the thing is, is that, you know, Khabib has that O. You know, GSP That's, lost to Matt it, Serra, and, and then he even lost though to he, Matt Hughes, right? Even though he... Um, uh, avenge avenge those losses. Habib didn't even need to do any of that shit. Habib only lost one round, or guess two rounds, because he lost the first round. Um, oh, that's with the, true. With the Gaethje, you know what I mean? He's made Habib has made no fucking mistakes inside the octagon, even when he was young as fuck, uh, smashing opponents, fighting bears. Like this guy literally does not, has not made fucking any mistakes inside the octagon. Jones, he made the mistake of doing that illegal elbow like a fucking idiot. Lost the fight. Lost the fight. And Jones arguably lost his last two fights. You know, Tiago Santos, that was close as fuck. Dominic Reyes. Very, yeah, very, very close too. It could have gone either way regardless. For sure. It could have gone either way. That's in the past. But still though, that Habib, what are you going to argue? Oh, uh, it, was, it was a close fight. You know, he, he didn't rip his shoulder off that far. Like it's just like there's he he only mm-hmm. choked that guy out unconscious. Yeah, you know, I choke a just, lot. Of, I choke a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I only choke. This is this is only what was it? The this is only like, second guy. I choke a lot of people out. I choke a lot of people. He's he's a fucking funny guy. He's funny. And as he's fuck. such a role he, model he's too, nice, bro. Like he's like seeing the videos of him in DC. They're just like, oh my god, what the fuck? Like heartwarming. Yeah, like they wrestle right away, and then right away when I um when I saw like Jules the next time after I saw him, like I went to like single leg him just because mm-hmm. we were like seeing all that shit. But so I think that Habib or uh, Habib or GSP are the goats, one hundred percent. But anyways, so if you want to see Khabib, we won't talk shit. It's, yeah, it's like probably the most valid fighter to be called the goat. To be honest, yes, honestly, regardless. But uh, so that means that so Habib retired, which is kind of surprising. But when you think about it, with everything you said in this uh, post fight interview, it doesn't really make it doesn't surprise me actually because he choked the guys out that are fight that are going to be. He was supposed to fight the winner of uh, with. Well, go uh, to the top five of the lightweight division right now. Yeah, so lightweight division is. Gaethje, Poirier, Tony Ferguson, McGregor, and Hooker. Dan Hooker. 
So realistically, he beat Gaethje, he beat Poirier, he Smashed. beat McGregor, mm-hmm. um, he beat Ali Quinta, who's number nine. Didn't he beat Kevin Lee? Did he fight Kevin Lee? No. no. Uh, Ali Quinta smashed Kevin Lee, though. Yeah, and that's it. So, I mean, realistically, we were talking about this before the fight, but we're like, like you know, who has the jiu-jitsu or the ground game to go with Khabib? And really, no one does. Um, the only person that we thought would be, might be sneaky is Charles Oliveira, but mm. Khabib's stronger than him. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that kind of sneakiness... Same thing with Tony, right? Tony's kind of like that... Skinnier, yeah, I, I think he was yes, yeah, skinnier too, version, uh, like of like a jujitsu guy, like Oliveira, you know, mm-hmm. skinny jujitsu guy. Yeah, basically sneaky. the only reason why like uh, analysts and the, the the media was thinking that uh, Tony had a chance is because um, if he's on his back, he can you know whip something out or try something. Same thing with uh, Oliveira; he's pretty good at that. But the way that Khabib has the ground control, you know. And he lands the ground and pound, and he's ripping even in the closed guard, like damage, like he makes damn, he like really like fucks people up, like no matter where on the ground, side control, mount, in in someone's guard. So like, you really don't have time to like whip up a sub yeah. against him. You're Bro, just getting absolutely punched, like hammer fist, like. I was not expecting him to fucking throw up a triangle from full mount to on Gaethje. Guys, Holy that shit, guys, so as sick. fucking jujitsu guys, like you have to understand when he fucking tucked Justin's arm. Oh, that was a bone and alert. Then, and then Huge fucking alert. slid his his calf underneath his head. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my and god. Then he just like put he, his he, foot down and tight he and made fucking, it tighter. He wrapped he, his leg. He, yeah, he he took the chance Perfect. of Justin getting out and then Justin being on top, right? That's Justin, how confident he is. Yeah, he knew. He's crazy. like I'm, crazy. I'm I'm gonna lock this guy up. And you know what he actually had too that I noticed? What? He had Justin's arm. The arm that was stuck in, yeah. you know, one in, yeah, one out. Yeah, yeah. The one that was in, Khabib had, like, tucked under his, his between his bicep and his, and his oh. ribs. So, when he did the transition and he, so he ripped it up, stuck. he just turned him over. And, uh, yeah, and he, he went out fucking quick. Yeah. This guy went out so fast. He too. tapped three times. He tapped 17 times. Then yeah. he was like, okay, I think it's over. He tapped, like, once on Khabib's head. Then he tapped on the body. Then he tapped on his own leg. Like, it was... Like, I can understand how the ref could have missed that, too, because I didn't really... wasn't really... Like, like, is he? Because he was he just sleeping? like, he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'm tired anyways. It's, yeah, it's, and then when and then when the when his eyes roll to the back of yeah. his head and he's like, yeah, like fucking dead. They're yeah. like, oh, I think he's out. Yeah, that was crazy. The fact because I was like, oh my god, what kind of like, I didn't really know if that was like a legit tap. And then Gaethje was sleeping, so I'm like, okay, that's fucked. Regardless of the taps, multiple taps, seventeen. He like actually just like put him to bed. So so fucking fast from a triangle. So and quick. all the fucking hype was like most violent man and the most violent sport and this and that and then Khabib literally put him to fucking bed like yeah like Poirier tapped very fast McGregor it took a bit longer and McGregor's uh, sub wasn't even a fucking that's a good it wasn't even a rear naked choke it was was a neck crank like he literally was gonna tear his jaw off of his head and uh and then and then Justin was trying to tap but like the ref, the ref was, was just like, like, nah, let's just let him die. Yeah. And then, <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Yeah, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> and like literally, he's just like, he's like, just let him die. And I'm looking, and I'm like, guys, like, no joke. Like Michael and I, like, on YouTube all week, like, fucking like crack fiends, like, like refreshing, like watching every interview, BT Sport, you, ESPN MMA, this show, this show, Chael Sun and Ariel, and we're just like watching everything. Yeah. And then. 
like fast forward and, and this guy's like fucking sleeping like very quickly the number the one round. guy that was like oh if anyone's gonna be Khabib it's gonna be this guy it's gonna, he's gonna give him a hard time his teammate DC is like oh it's Justin striking is better fucking verbally said it in an interview that Justin striking is better mm-hmm. and then he gets like put to fucking bed like that's crazy it was fucking ridiculous man I was not expecting him cause he would he would um in his uh and I don't know if you ever watched his highlights back in like when he was fighting in Russia, but he was like he would throw. He had some six submissions. He mm-hmm. would he would do the triangle chokes from full mount, but I never ever would have expected him to do that. And like the I I don't think he's ever tried that in the UFC from what I've seen of him. But I did not expect him to do that, especially in this high level you know fight too. I I, I thought he would just fucking. Just continue to smash him, but maybe because mm-hmm. that like ground and pound TKO. Maybe because Gaethje has some good scrambles off of his back that he's just like, yo, I'm just gonna choke this guy out because he might might out scramble and then get back to the feet and then maybe like connect with me. So that was really fucked up. That I was not fucking expecting that at all. It was like, I like after watching that, and then like hearing his post fight interview and hearing him retire. Fucking Jules and I were fighting back tears because um. All oh, I fully fucking cried, guys. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Like it was just yeah. like it, when, it, when Khabib was crying on the floor. I yeah, like, it was, for sure. It was, like it was, shed it was, a couple tears. Yeah, no, I, 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 I high key shed one tear, then I've like sucked it back in because <laughs> um, my sister was there, and I don't want her ripping me. But no, man, it was it was so fucking sad. And then hearing him talk about his dad, and then. Him saying, he's like, oh, there's no way I'm fighting without my dad. Um, this is it. He promised his mom. It was promised his, his mom, you know. And uh, he's a man of his word, man. Yeah. He is. Like, people are saying, like, oh, is he going to come back? I'm like, if you fucking think this guy's going to come back, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Habib is a man of his word. He's so close with his parents, you know, with uh, you know, with his father being like this, his life role model. And then, of course, him saying that to his mom, especially with her not wanting him to fight anymore, like of course he's not gonna fight. There's no fucking chance. Mm-hmm. You know, even with the the GSP fight didn't even make sense to begin with because it would be at one fifty five. Um, it, it I think it's a, I think it's a perfect end to a perfect time to retire for him. You're on top. Um, you're like GSP GSP retired on top. So he's and he's fucking ecstatic for Habib. He's happy for him. So. You can't be mad at that, man. He's fucking literally smashed every single opponent he's faced. No, the craziest thing is with the same game plan every fucking time. Nobody can figure out father's plan. Bro, like hearing him in DC talk, he's like, oh, DC, DC saying to Habib, he's like, oh, do you mind if I break this down in this video? And then he's like, he's like, it's bad though, because I'm going to be telling what you do specifically. And he's like, oh, it's okay, brother. They can't stop it anyways. Just like that mindset mm-hmm. is so fucking yeah, crazy. It's like, it, like no matter what, like these motherfuckers. I knew, I knew that, like deep down, obviously we yeah. knew Khabib was gonna win. As, I, yeah, Habib as like submission. Tr- as like true. If you're putting fans, our life on it, yeah, exactly. Yes. Like we just wanted to see the underdog yeah. win, kind of thing. You yeah, know? like we weren't predicting that Justin was gonna win. We were hoping that Justin was going to win, you know, because, and I knew this right when, when I, right when I heard this fucking part of the, the, the embedded thing, the countdown, uh, the, uh, Khabib's talking to DC on FaceTime and he goes, brother, you know, the difference between me and you, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Stipe Miocic fight, you shoot his stuff or take down one time, you don't, then yeah, you yeah. stand with him. And Khabib goes, difference between me and you, brother? I go 100 times. Yeah, I go all night. I go 100 times to take him down, right? So Khabib's game plan is swimming against the current in a fucking river. Freezing because river. his 
conditioning is so fucked up. Everybody else says that right when you have to defend takedowns and take people down and, and shoot for a takedown, it's taxing on your body. So you have mm-hmm. to like choose the amount of times that you shoot with this guy, bro. It's just like, he's just a machine. Like when he goes back in the corner, it's like Mendez or Javier, whatever it was. Javier Mendez. Yeah. Javier Mendez. He, he's like putting just gas in this tank and it's like, and it just doesn't stop. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, you we knew like oh, after the first takedown we're like okay if you got him down once it's gonna happen again mm-hmm. there's no way like justin's gonna go to the corner and make an adjustment because trevor whitman is really good at that yeah but you can't make the adjustment against khabib like there's there's no adjustments bro it's like you know it's coming this is how to defend it but it doesn't work yeah okay it's just like oh so my you get mauled. yeah you just get you're mauled. gonna get mauled regardless it's yeah. just fucking crazy man he's not like and he's not like you know mcgregor like was a lot more cocky about it when he was like he's like mystic mac i call it as i see it i'm gonna bounce this guy do this and, and khabib's just like in an interview he's like yes brother i, I tire him I, I tire him out my plan is to make him tired and make him tap yeah tire and him out like, and choke him out yeah make him tired make him tap that's that is father's plan and like literally it it, it, it fucking is bulletproof bro uh, it's fucking unbelievable and now that like, he's probably gonna coach his teammates now so it's interesting to see what the future holds with that yeah he just wants to have fun now he's, he was saying he, like, he makes a f- made a fuck ton of money yeah so driving his toyota yeah i lo- like how do you not fucking love that guy like it's different. It'd be different. Like my diff- my opinion with John Jones would be different if he was like a an actual good guy and humble. like you know humble, um, but you know Habib is like the ultimate role model with everything he's doing. So and then like uh, after he fucking choked Dustin out, he uh, donated. He sold the shirt and like donated to uh, Poirier's foundation. So he's literally the ultimate role model. He's arguably the goat. He's up there top two, hundred percent. Has to be a top two, top three minimum. Um, he's fucking awesome. Who do you think's gonna? So like this will be the last topic to cover it up. But so who do you think's gonna fight for the the vacant belt? Um, it's interesting, eh? It's very it has to be McGregor, bro. It has to be McGregor. There's no, <laughs> there is no chance the UFC doesn't isn't like splooging their pants. Like, oh my god, we don't have to fucking worry but about. It's just fu- worry it's about- fucking funny because. <laughs> It's true. He did, he did this. It, he did the same thing with the Diaz fight because they gave. Didn't they give him the title shot after the Diaz fight? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, so. So. Same one. thing. So yeah. he he fought Cerrone at one seventy. This guy's doing whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> he fought Cerrone at one seventy. No didn't, sense. Didn't have to cut weight, and Cerrone's ranked in the lightweight division too. So mm. they were like Dana was pretty much just like. Yeah, dude, I really don't give a fuck what weight you guys fight Just at. We'll, fight. Co- we're, we'll consider it lightweight, even if you're at 185. Yeah, and he's right? like, and Dana White's defending that. Like, he's like, oh, like, yeah, it's like, they're lightweight fighters, but um, they just don't have to cut weight. I'm like, that's not a fucking lightweight fight, you doofus. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> Poirier and McGregor, like, uh, there was, like, speculation it was going to be at 172. And then Dana White's like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. But I'm like, what do you mean, man? You just fucking did the same thing for, for the Cerrone fight. Even though I don't want to see it at 170, it doesn't make fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just fucking annoying. But if you don't think the notorious Conor fucking McGregor isn't going to be fighting for that vacant belt with his shaved head, his motivated look, 
He looks... Have you seen him lately? Mm-hmm. He looks yoked. Dice, yoked. Yeah, he looks jacked as Motivated fuck. Connor's back, motherfuckers. And a Russian guy isn't there to uh, snap his neck when he goes into the octagon. Um, McGregor's fighting for the belt. Who do I think he's fighting? I think he's probably going to fight fucking Poirier, to be honest. I, I, I wasn't sure that fight was going to happen. I was... Uh, wasn't but sure about it. You know what just you know what blows what? my mind? I I sorry, I just I can't I can't see this. I can't visualize this, you know? Just like same what? thing you can't okay. visualize Khabib losing, right? Yeah. I can't visualize Connor defending the belt after against all these top guys. Oh no, he'll he's gonna fucking he's gonna win the belt, just get the new the new one. Yeah, and no, then he, he doesn't even fuck about any of the gems <laughs> or any of that bullshit. He already has he can buy the UFC if he wants. Yeah. So um he'll order some off Amazon maybe. But this fucking guy, yeah, that's a good point though. There's no fucking McGregor's not defending a belt. Yeah, and especially in the lightweight division, he's probably gonna fight Diaz for the third time at fucking flyweight. Like, who the fuck knows what's happening? <laughs> like, the, no, legit. he's there's no chance he's defending that. Because I don't think McGregor wants to fight Gaethje. And you said this a fucking long time ago. You're like, dude, as a UFC fan, because like Michael's like a Conor McGregor fan and a UFC fan, but yeah. it's like there's a very fine line between connecting the two. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Because realistically, when... And I'll, I'll, I'll ride for Michael. I wanted to mention this in the podcast. He... When Connor had punched that fucking old guy in the face and he did his first interview back on ESPN with Ariel Hawani and he was apologizing and saying all this shit and whatever, um, Michael said, he was like, dude, Justin Gaethje is the new fucking guy. He's the only one that's like fighting people and relevant. Real like realistically. Mm-hmm. In yeah. the lightweight division, Justin Gaethje's the fucking new like sniper, like the new killer kind yes. of thing, yeah. right? So this guy was actually fucking right. He went all the way to the title. And that was and that, that was, was like, like two years ago. That was like a minute ago. Two minute. years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Easy two years ago. Yeah. And like literally fucking uh we saw Connor fight Cowboy and his season, right? But it's like the shitty thing for Connor is he'll win the belt from Poirier probably. Bounces right? it off the canvas. So he'll fuck up Poirier. But then the next two guys he has to fight is fucking Gaethje and Ferguson separately. Mm-hmm. Like probably Gaethje Taking first. Michael Chandler's going to be in there too. And Michael Chandler. Supposedly Michael Chandler's going to fight Ferguson. Supposedly that's the what that's what's going to happen. But then you know where's Gaethje fit in there? That's what, that's what's curious. So about then it. you know if Chandler beats Ferguson, then Ch- Chandler has to fight Gaethje. Before this, the this belt. division is fucked up. Now. This division is going to be sick. This division but is they wide have, open. Yeah, they have to make the right decisions for the title fights, like they do, bro. Because yes. like I don't know, I think I think Gaethje Connor would be a fucking sick title fight, bro. That's a dangerous fight for Connor, for both guys. Yeah. Oh, that, for that would be sick. There would be absolutely negative fucking uh, wrestling in that fight. Like no, that would probably be like fight of the fucking year. That'd be crazy. Not, but but dude. If Gaethje is swinging like that against Conor McGregor, oh, especially Conor with his shaved him. fucking head, because I'm not biased, but I'm just saying, um, <laughs> if motivated Conor, because Conor going against Habib was not the Conor that I became a huge fan of. Like right now, I'm like I'm not really a huge fan of Conor. I'm obviously gonna suck his nuts because. He, I just like <laughs> idolize him. He got me into this sport. It's like fucking my passion now. And whenever he fights, it is a big deal. Of course, it's a huge deal. But um, going into the Cerrone fight, it's like I knew something was different. He wasn't talking shit. He had a different aura about him. He was completely 
respectful, which is really, really fucking weird. I was kind of rubbed off the wrong way. Like, I remember really being really excited for the press conference, fucking waiting for the stuck in the mud chirps, like all that shit was coming. But he was just really respectful. Yeah, um, he's like complimenting his suit. Yeah, he, he, the only thing he said was like, he's a children's book, which is fucking jokes, but it's true. But then he battered him and fucking with his shoulder. So, like, Crazy. ridiculous. But I think... Especially Connor McGregor with his fucking excellent counterpunching ability, I think if Gagey comes wild like that, which I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen at all because Habib's just different guy to deal with. He mm-hmm. brings, he brings, the, he brings the worst out of you when you 100%. fight one hundred percent. But if Gagey slips like that when it throws wildly, he, Connor McGregor is gonna slip out and counter with his left hand and put Gagey to sleep. I'm telling you, that's that. I wouldn't be surprised if that fucking happened. Like that'd be sick if. Gaethje and Connor right away for the belt, but I don't know if they would do that since Gaethje just got mauled, so it's mm-hmm. kind of a hard sell. And then the Poirier, Connor is like a more marketable, mm-hmm. you know, they rematch. have that, the rematch. They have all the they can fucking show the bullshit clips from you know Before. McGregor just chirping the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. P head. I think uh, like a Gaethje Chandler fight in the meantime would be would be perfect. Yeah, it's like it right, right, what it guy. what it does is it gives. Because they're not going to give Chandler a title shot right away, no, right? No so they man. need they need to give him a credible guy to beat yes. and whatever. And uh, and I think Gaethje would probably be that that guy. So Dustin and Connor fight for the belt. Yes. And then uh, Connor fucking vacates it. Yeah, like. And then fucking Gaethje, whoever wins Gaethje Chandler. Um, I guess fuck. I don't know. I don't know. But the thing is, like, if like he if was... that fight happens after Connor vacates it, like. You think Conor will retire after he wins the belt back? The thing is, like, now that I think about it, is uh, I I forgot about like how he wanted to do a season, and I really did believe that, you know, with the way his mentality was. Um, but you know, with COVID fucking everything up, that completely switched everything on its ass. Uh, but you know, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Conor would defend that belt too, because I don't know, motivated Conor is different. He he acknowledged he wasn't mentally right he was fucking drinking mm-hmm. whiskey in the press conference for the Habib fight i'm not i'm not there's no fucking chance of how i hate when guys defend like brendan Schaub, that fucking big out big old idiot he says that oh he barely trained for that fight i'm like okay that's his fucking fault that's not an excuse that's a stupid move mm-hmm. or he didn't take it serious like you don't take it serious when you're facing Habib. you're a fucking idiot mm-hmm. but connor going into that fight very obvious he was gonna get fucking smashed you mm-hmm. i don't care if you're fucking your both your feet were balloons like it doesn't you know it doesn't it, that that's irrelevant but um I hope you defend the belts because I want to see him fight more. I, w- I would love to see an actual fucking season once the world gets back to normal. But, but yeah, man, I don't know. That's something I'm really hopeful for in the future for sure. But yeah. So, decision is uh, Connor and Poirier. Will Connor and Poirier for the for, vacant for, belt. Yeah, damn. Connor sleeps him. Motivated Connor. Tea bakes him after. Uh, and drinks some Irish whiskeys to uh, fucking you know proper twelve Ireland. Yep. But yeah. So, I think that pretty much sums it up. That's fucking pretty much episode 13. Yes, sir. The return of Julian O'Malley. You know, UFC 254. Absolute fucking bomber of a fucking event, bro. We got so hammered. Very hammered. Proper 12. You know, good times. And uh, we got to see some sick knockouts, some sick jujitsu. Yes. And there's nothing else more we can fucking ask for. So, to all the listeners, plug yourself. Plug your platform. Oh, fuck, boys. Follow me at uh, Jules Melly. That's with a G, not with a J. Don't get it fucking twisted. Okay? <laughs> it's inside uh, joke. Inside yeah. joke. Okay? Uh, <laughs> at underscore Team Bionic on Instagram. 
And yes. you can also find me at uh, Jules Millie Fit if you're trying to see my MMA shit. I actually just posted a ground and pound video. Um, Smash your boy. Yeah, of me trying trying to be Khabib. <laughs> <laughs> Father's plan. <laughs> Father's plan. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Okay, boys. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe. Uh, multiple videos every week. Unfiltered, unbiased from the fans' perspective. You already know. If you're listening on Spotify, follow. Share with the fucking boy. Don't share with any girls, please. You're going to get us in a lot of trouble. Yeah. But anyways, take care, guys. Stay safe. Catch you later. <laughs>